when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, hey, internet. It is day... What's good, internet? There we go. That's the right way I say this. Uh, it is day three of uh, E3. We are on the show floor. We are recording on Periscope and also on a recorder that's dying, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and we want to check in one more day. Last, last check-in here from E3 2018. Patrick is here. I'm here. Natalie Watson on the floor with us. We're sitting on a floor in the convention center. Uh, and Rob Zachney is here. How's everybody doing? Tired. I'm upset that we're sitting on the floor because it means I'll have to get up. We could just stay here. We live here now. We live here now. We can just live here. Live here. There's plenty of food. A home can be a floor at a convention Don't center. tempt me. Don't tempt me. <laughs> Joel said we're going to get ramen. Maybe he just means he's going to bring us ramen on this floor. Uh, do you know what? That's Yeah, sure. Grub, does Grubhub deliver to the bathroom in the West Hall <laughs> uh, hallway next to the media room? You know, with a water fountain, a lighter, and a cup of noodle. You know, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's just all go you to need. just go to the Sony, the like PlayStation Experience area in the West Hall, and there's tons of people laying down over there. Cool, they, love it. They also live there. Did you get ice cream? I haven't gone yet. I'm gonna go. Okay, good. I got a. There's a rage. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. There's uh, after my rage interview, uh, they like here is a coupon for ice cream at our ammunition machine, and I was like, I know Excuse who to give me? this. I know who to give this to. Me, the free the swag. True gamer. As E3 is now declared. That's true. You know what did not make me? You know what did not make me hungry at all, though? Plague Tale, innocent. Wow! Look at Rob Zachney with the pro level. Well, I'm also watching that low battery light flashing on that thing. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We could get some pod done. We could get some pod done. We saw the Plague Tale, a Plague Tale innocence Innocence. at Focus Home Interactive, which is always an interesting place because they they were a lot of uh, European devs. It's a classic lineup. It's a really classic lineup. Pitch this game. Explain what this game is. Uh, yeah, I mean, the shortest way to describe it is maybe uh, Bloodborne Last of Us uh, in, in some ways. Or Blood, uh, That's Last a strong... Us, or Last of Us Ratatouille. Aesthetically Bloodborne-ish. It's, uh, come on, a rotted-decaying world. A rotted-decaying world. I mm, Because Bloodborne is... What I've seen in the Bloodborne's, Blood, Bloodborne is largely claustrophobic. And what this is, from what we saw of it, I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm looking, in, I'm in looking some, up. I'm looking at uh, What we saw was a... a uh, how about this? How about um, Brothers Ratatouille? <laughs> Brothers the, Last the of last Us. Of us the, the Last of Us thing is the gameplay. I think the aesthetic is, is kind of what I was going for with the yeah. other one. But, like, it's very much dingy, uh, sickly middle ages. Yes. You're a couple kids on You're the like run from the Inquisition. older sister with her two younger siblings running away from someone... 
Uh, in a time of plague. In a time of plague. And rats are everywhere. Literally everywhere. Like and a sea of rats. And they're real well animated. They're really well animated. They, I, You can keep them at bay with, with fire, with, with like light and, and heat. And that's like cool. It's a little like binary. Yeah. Um, but it worked. And what really worked for me is visually speaking, there's this great use of fog and light and silhouettes. This game um, is all right. And the fucking the soundtrack is unbelievable. Oh, man. Is that, is that demo reached the crescendo? Like Fuck. cello piece that came up? Yes. Was, like fucking menacing and intense. Loved it. It was really cool. And that stuff was like, I'm like, oh, wow. I, there were moments of like, there are times when you're like guards who you have to get around or kill by destroying their light source so that the rats just immediately eat them. And it's like, wow. you were a 15-year-old. You shouldn't be killing people. But I guess middle ages, you do what you do. I mean, the 90s, we had Home Alone. But the middle ages, it was basically this. It was basically... Like, you just had to, like, get English soldiers just eaten by rats. You had to throw a jar to attract an English soldier closer to you so that you could destroy lantern. the lantern so that the rats would just eat him instantly. Yeah. For like five minutes. Like you do. Yeah. And you could walk up the hill or whatever. There's like a little detail I loved where, um, like in the, because, like, yeah, the rats won't won't come into the light, but they're animated. They'll try to breach it. Like, they'll scurry forward, so it always feels like, even when you're safe, they keep feeling like they come a little closer. The other thing I see potentially being like a pitfall of this is there's companions with AI and shit, and they have needs, and if they get scared... Or, or spooked for whatever reason, they might wander off into the rats mm-hmm. and just die. So I could see you really coming to hate your shitty little brother right. in that game. Right. Not I mean, he did get killed once, 100%. which is wild. Um, what else? What else did we see? Natalie? Um, Austin and I went to do a little Nintendo booth tour, and um, I got to play Smash for the first time, which Austin's gotten to play. I touched it, like, briefly on Sunday. A little right? bit. And then we got to play uh, Pokemon Let's Go. Um, I think we played the Pikachu one. We did. And we got to use the Pokemon Joy-Con, the Pokeball Joy-Con. That thing's weightier than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's it's light, but it feels, like, well-made. It doesn't feel like a toy. It feels like a controller. Right. Um, and it's got a good grip on it. It wasn't as gimmicky as I was expecting. It's very much, like, the gameplay is very much, like, let's it's uh, Pokemon Go ported into, like, an RP, like a traditional Pokemon RPG context from what we've seen so far um, but it, they said there's a lot to be developed and we were only in this like one little um, sort of area but it was really cute seeing the Pokemon rendered like yeah. that nice being able to see like fur texture or fur yeah. like like it felt like fur I was like was cool. oh Pikachu is a mouse like he <laughs> you know he got me yeah he, like that's I a, finally that's a see damn mouse <laughs> that's a damn mouse um, so that was really fun yeah and then you checked out Starlink I checked out Starlink which I know you played the other day did you play on Switch or what did you play on PS4 uh, I played it on Switch okay I think the draw distance is like bad but it has a really cool look it has a really great aesthetic that I did not really expect it to have um, Sorry, I was distracted. I was just looking at Pokeball Switch controllers, and I was like, that seems cute as It's hell. cute as hell. You can hold up your ear, and it makes a noise. Yeah, yeah. when you catch the Pokemon, they go... Oh, man, you can really feel yeah. just, like... So really, like... Finally. They're, they're imprisoned they're, in there. Yeah. It blinks light. You can... Yeah. Okay, so you can literally walk around with it in your, during your day, and it will level up your Pokemon at any point. You can put it up to your ear, and it'll go like, let me out, or whatever <laughs> they say. I don't... It doesn't say that. I can't wait for my daughter TV to go against or the ball whatever. Break it. Pokemon love it. Actually, they're like, all right, that's please, canon. Please let me out to fight. I love fighting other I Pokemon. Love fighting for you. I right. love serving yes. you, Master. This is my best. Meowster. Shadow of Mordor came out last year. <laughs> Damn. 
Um, but yeah, Starlink, did you, yeah. Like, was it a pleasant surprise for you? Because it was for me. Yeah, so, and I played it with the digital stuff. It was in the Nintendo booth, so, like, yeah. the, so there weren't any of the toys. And I was like... How does that work? You just go into a menu, and you hit, like, yeah, equip the But do we know how the gun. shopping works? So, what do you mean the shopping? Like, like the, do you have to pay for the parts, or is it all... If it's you, just a, so, once you scan it, you have it for a week, which means... No, it's the friends. No, and if you scan any part. Oh, okay. Right, because it's not... It's like, if, if you... If you go buy the ice missiles, you can scan it. You don't have to put it on each time to switch to the ice missiles. Once you've scanned it for a week, it knows okay, that you have the ice missiles. Like, if so they, go to the GameStop, yes. scan, 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 scan. Right, or their thing was, hey, if your friend has the ice missile and you have the fire missile. That's not going to happen, though. You, if your friend has the ice I, missile. My friend's not going to have the ice missile. your friend. Is my friend named GameStop? Your friend is named Austin, and he has the ice missile. Oh, I'll fly out to New York, and you can scan my damn switch for a week. Let's make it happen. Let's do it. You do that with pilots. You can do that with chip bases, all that. You play Star Fox? I played Star Fox. And here's the thing. You're not just... I was like, oh, you can start with the R-Wing. I'm like, oh, cool. It's like, well, you can put as many wings as you want on each side. So you like, just modify the R-Wing? There's like six fucking wings. That's not an R-Wing anymore. It was an R-Wing for me. So, you know. It changes the flight dynamics. It does. A little bit. Like, if you create a really lopsided, like, asymmetric ship, like, it'll fly. But it'll be wonky. It'll be, like, driving around on, like, a spare tire. Uh, so that's that's kind of cool. It was it was cool. Um, and then was that oh we played Overcooked Two. Oh, we played some levels that we I had not seen that were cool as shit. There was one on balloon like a hot air balloon. Yeah, and then we like crash landed into a sushi restaurant and we were like we got salad you I got could do sushi. That right now. Yeah, words. Make them. <laughs> it was really cool. It was fun. Um, and then there was one that was like with portals and teleporting and stuff like that. Really fun. Super dynamic. We did very well. They said we were the best cooks ever made. Um, I'm pretty sure we beat the high score of E3. So. We beat, yeah, we won E3. Yeah. Oh, finally, someone did it. Finally Break did the cycle it. of fire and, and ash. Well, you I played Ashen. In the story, yeah. We saw Natalie. I mean, we already know Natalie won E3. True, true. Yeah, there are photos out there of Natalie. The tagged gamer. The, the hashtag tagged gamer. The joyful gamer. The blessed gamer. Patrick, you played Ash and you played. Did you do anything else today? Uh, yeah, I, I had this uh, interesting interview with uh, the. I for, forget his name, but the very tall man from the Rage 2 presentation at Bethesda Ooh. Express uh, Conference. He's like a studio head uh, at, at um, Avalanche. And oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he. Uh, yes, the, ni- the very nice boy. Oh, the nice the guy. Very nice, tall. The nice quiet man. Yeah, the nice quiet man. Definitely man. That's a movie, right? The, the quiet man? What's that? Uh, That's a bad game. <laughs> uh. And so one of the things we were talking about was about Avalanche making a first-person game. I was like, that's not just, like, a drop-down menu in Unreal Engine, you know, like, first-person. It's, you know, like, that's the, the feel of a first-person game is something different, and you're making it a software game, which means the expectations are very high. You can't just make, like, a competent action game. And they said, well, yeah, like, basically, uh, we got to skip the hiccups you go. Like, basically, they made... Uh, an original game and a sequel all at once because they had someone like it's software to be like yo like this is actually how you make a first person game like here's here's the things you would find out while trying to build one right. we're just going to tell you how to avoid right. those common mistakes like it's like it's like the the way you embed sound effects in the world is different in first and third person the way uh, like collision detection works with like the ground and like all these small things that they would have figured out as they developed it, but it's software can just upfront be like, hey, like if you change these things, it's gonna feel better. Like helping to find like how you do like the weight and the animations, which is part of it's software sort of like shtick is like the, the, the weapons feel very weighty in their shooters, and so um, it's all really like nuanced stuff like that about like the relationship with it's software and how um, they put together that game. And uh, yeah, it was it was asked. I 
I liked the interview more than the game, but I also think that's because the slice of the game they were showing not was just slice. not was not particularly interesting. I don't the combat felt good, so I don't know that's an indictment of the game as much as you know just that's the part some they demos, were showing. Right? Yeah. The um, I am still going to go see some other stuff today, but I also did get to chat with Reggie from Nintendo for a little bit. Cool. I'll have a transcript of that interview up next week, probably. Um, after you uh, put up the NAC 2 interview. The NAC 2 interview will go up first, probably. Yep. Mm-hmm. What if I put the NAC 2 interview up? Oh, I can't. Oh. I mean, it's probably on this card. I It's the the wave files on my computer that got water damaged. Oh. The Mark Cerny we got to check that SD card. I'll you haven't wiped that SD card. I'm not, this thing has me and Drew Scanlon talking about some bullshit from four years ago, five years ago, whatever it is. Well, we lost that interview. We can just run your interview with Siri about NAC 2, uh, which I think will be good. That's true. I'd be like, just go full Alex Jones. Siri? Okay, I'm not gonna, we're not going to set series off around the world. But also, Siri, what is NAC2? Um, uh, but I talked to Reggie. I got some really great answers about everything ranging from uh, how they want to support e- uh, Smash Esports, and that does not look like sponsored tournaments. That looks like making sure people have the rules for what Smash is and uh-huh. you know, working with third parties who want to run tournaments. Right. Um, to... Uh, some labor questions that uh, around crunch, around work-life balance that he had some interesting answers for in terms of trying to lead by example. Um, I say interesting not because I think that they're like the best he could do, but because there was – it was an answer I hadn't heard from other people, right? And at least suggests a sort of like this is the way we're handling handling it in our offices given that their offices are not a publisher or a, a developed uh, – they're not developing games. So they are right. doing QA. How do you deal with that? Well, you staff up. And you make sure that no one's working extra hours. At least that's what he says. Yeah. Um, he also had a very good answer. Fucking, I didn't. I wanted to ask him why they hate Waluigi so much. But he was ready for it. He like preempted me. I didn't even. I wanted to answer that. Ask that first. We started talking about Smash instead. And then you know when you do interviews, sometimes you have like a down moment, and you got to be like, I got to throw in a little transition question before I get here's back to the, the real shit. Easy one here's a softball. That's what you do. And so I was like, you're sitting in front of the Mario Tennis Aces poster. Who's your main? And he was like Waluigi. And I was like. Why do you hate Waluigi so much? Like, why does Nintendo hate Waluigi? He's like, we don't hate Waluigi, but the fans, we give them Smash Brothers Ultimate, and like every character ever in Smash, there's all these stages. It has it has Ridley for the first Who's time. Extremely good, by the Who's way. Who's extremely good, by the way. Um, but they're still not happy. I guess they want Waluigi. It was a very good Reggie. So, wait, so Nintendo doesn't hate Waluigi. They hate fans. They hate fans. Okay. Cool. Right here first. That's not what he meant, probably. <laughs> Who's it, to say? You know what? Uh, I don't think there's any – I don't think there's a – you have to take what you want from this. Yeah, the message of what Reggie said is interpreted by you. The gamer. The gamer. Any other feelings right now about E3 as we as we wrap up our, our podcast coverage? We're not going to do a big podcast live stream tonight. We're going to do like a team dinner instead, and we're not going to stream we'll that. we clean up on Monday. Yeah, Monday we'll do some like, hey, here's some stuff that we didn't talk about. Again, I'm going to go see Hitman still. We're going to see Lego Super Villains. Yay. So that's more to do there. But, you know, um, any other final thoughts on E3 2018? Vibes, feelings? Uh, less people than I expected. Just as an observation, like last day of E3 is like not – there aren't that many people here. Right. Um, it is a very down day for audience uh, – uh, for, for consumers to be here. And I'm – I don't know if that's like, hey, yeah – they discover there's nothing to do here, yeah. um, uh, or it's just a Thursday and it's that's an I don't know, but it, I was surprised like there was no line to get in. Um, the uh, walking between halls is usually like the best way to kind of get a sense of like how overpacked the place is, and it wasn't. It, it's not, so I don't know. Cool feelings. Your for, first E three. 
very happy, very excited. Um, last day, it's like, I feel like I really, I did E3, and I don't feel like I'm walking away feeling like I missed anything or that I wasn't able to um, experience, as, as, experience as much as I want, and I think that has a lot to do with, like, the sort of access I had as, like, coming from media. You got to play COD. I got to play COD. You got to play COD. Um, yeah. I'm, I, it was, like, totally, like, something that I always looked up to E3 as, like, oh, my God, like, it's, like, a dream sort of thing. I want to go to E3 because I was a little gamer, and, <laughs> and being here is, like, a very special thing. So I'm happy to be here and happy to leave, actually. Bad. Mm-hmm. Rob? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess one of the things I'm thinking about as I leave E3, because I just saw um, a game that looked cool, Greedfall. What is you- that? Uh, it's an RPG, uh, but if you look at the trailer, there's a lot of themes. Like it's inspired by the 17th century, but it's completely historical. It's fantasy world, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of like colonial themes, like heavily colonial themes about like old worlds conquering new worlds and shit like that, and different like belief okay. systems encountering each other. Done very naive. It's one that's made by spiders, right? Right, and. We can keep talking. We're still alive. Yeah. Uh, woven, I think, is the term of term of art they prefer. But uh, the problem is, when I asked about those themes and how they were prepared to handle them, they weren't. And huh. I think one of the themes of the C3 is, like, you, like developers, PR people, you don't need to have the answers. Like, a lot of times we're asking questions. We're not looking for definitive answers or, like, yeah. for you to solve the world's most complicated fucking problems and context. But you need to have thought about those questions at some point. Otherwise, you look like an asshole. And, you know, that's kind of my takeaway, is um, a little bit of prep, a little bit of thinking about how your work might look from other perspectives, both within the industry and from from different audiences you might not have considered, goes a long way to making making your work come across as responsible and empathetic. Awesome. Uh, If you're listening to this on a podcast then that's cool because I got it off this SD card and my recorder just died. It should. I've had my battery die and it should still save. Right. And then the rest of that audio will have come from the Periscope Periscope. archive. So sorry if we sound like shit right now for the last minute or two. Um, But that's going to do it for us this year at E3 2018 from the floor. Uh, I'm going to go be on Kind of Funny's show. There you go. to stage in like 20 minutes. Well, you on the show it'll really live up to its name. Wow. Yeah, just kinda. 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 Patrick, go get him, buddy. Go get him, champ. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Later. Is Bye. That your... That's Peace. mine.
When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.